What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, we're going to talk about no rookie extension for Kobe White or extension yet for Nikola Vucevic. What does that mean for them going into the season and potentially restricted free agency for Kobe White? Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, Billy Donovan still not settling on a starting power forward for Wednesday's game against the Miami Heat. And then lastly, we'll talk about how the first two weeks of this NBA season may be the most important first two weeks in Chicago Bulls history. We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So uh, Kobe White did not get a rookie extension by the deadline yesterday, which was 6 p.m., Eastern Standard Time yesterday. He joins uh, players like Cam Johnson, PJ Washington, Grant Williams from Boston, uh, who all did not get uh, their rookie extensions. And this was expected with Kobe White, right? I don't think that anybody's surprised that Kobe White didn't get a rookie extension. When you look at the fact that of how much uh, money the Bulls already have wrapped up in guards, I've been covering that all season. Um, Io DeSumo's extension is also coming up this summer. Um, and they both are going to be in restricted free agency. And the Bulls are, are absolutely going to take a look and evaluate where Kobe is set, right? Well, everything that he's done, everything that he's going to do this season, um, as I said, the writing was on the wall completely that Kobe White was not going to get an extension in this case. It's going to be a prove year for Kobe White, and this is not just with the Chicago Bulls. This is for whatever happens with him next offseason, whether it's another team and that, that ends up giving them a deal, things like that. And for a lot of players, or, or I should say, a lot, for a lot of fans who think that Kobe White is going to be traded by this trade deadline, I think you guys are going to be disappointed just like last season. And that's not to say that Kobe White's performance. I think that the Bulls are just going to play this out completely in restricted free agency, kind of like they did with Laurie. Now, that was a completely different situation uh, with the Laurie marketing thing, but I, do, I don't expect Kobe White to be moved by this trade deadline. I don't expect the Bulls to make very many big-time moves this, this season, no matter what happens. Um, but looking at this, with Kobe White, he's going into a prove year. He's had... Had some up and down play already in preseason. We know this is his first time having a full training camp. He's coming in, settled into a role, everything like that is all going to be on Kobe White's back. Whatever his NBA future is going to be past this season, um, it's going to be all on his performance and his play and him showing type uh, development in all areas of the game. That's on both sides of the ball, not just offensively. Yes, offensively is where Kobe White is always going to excel at. Always going to do his best at, but even there, inconsistencies on both sides of the ball. If Kobe White eliminates that this season, becomes a big part of the Chicago Bulls, been something you can bet on night in and night out, which he very well still can. Is down as some Bulls fans are on Kobe, still only 22 years old, still has tons of potential and room for growth in this league. So looking at that, it's all going to come down to what Kobe does. Much like me and Pat over on Locked On Bulls said about Patrick Williams. Kobe needs to be motivated by the people that are behind him that are going to be trying to fight for minutes every single chance they get it, they, every single time they get a chance. That's Dalen Terry. That's Javante. All fighting for minutes uh, that can play multiple positions. If Kobe White's shot is not falling consistently, if he still has that inconsistencies on both sides of the ball, we may see some of those games where Kobe White, if he goes 0 for 3, 0 for 4, that he just doesn't get back in the game because while the other players do not offer the shooting upside of a Kobe White, what they bring defensively, in transition, things like that, all could be greater than. So we need to see what this is going to be. I still have a lot of faith in Kobe as well. We'll see how it turns, on, it turns in with Kobe. But I'm going to ask you guys this. What is the percentage chance you're giving for Kobe White to be on the Chicago Bulls roster opening day next season? Let me know what you think about that down below. Looking at Kobe White's future, I think I, I see it going one of a few ways. He's either going to play so good that the Bulls can't let him walk for nothing, 
and they do go ahead and re-sign him rather than let him walk and then try to move him on his deal, he could be signed and traded if he has a so-so season, like I said, much with the Laurie marketing situation. Or if Kobe White does uh, still has an up-and-down season and his value around the league is still pretty low, he may still come back to the Chicago Bulls. Think about it with like a Denzel Valentine, how he came back and he played much worse and much more inconsistently than Kobe. He came back for that one year afterwards. So we may see Kobe White still come back and take that qualifying offer next season, play on that before he goes into unrestricted free agency, giving his hopefully giving his career a last chance at a shot in the arm. But let me know what you guys think on everything down below with that. All right, let's move into the next topic for today. Coach Billy Donovan still has not decided who's going to start Wednesday against the Miami Heat, whether it's going to be Patrick Williams, whether it's going to be Javante Green. And I, for one, with that and hearing that, think that it's a not no. And we know that Javante dealt with the injury scare that ended up being nothing, a hit pointer. He's already back at practice a day later. Um, but to not know who you're going to start at this point in time, clearly they're battling with something. Maybe they're still going to give it another practice. Probably going to have one more practice before the game. Uh, to really take a look and decide on who's going to be that starting power forward. But either way, both these players are going to be key parts of the rotation. Even if Patrick Williams does move to the bench, you're then looking at him to be more of a facilitator, possibly have more of the offense go through him um, as well when he's coming off the bench and things like that. So I don't look at it. I know some Bulls fans look at it. Hey, if Patrick Williams moved to the bench, that is a surefire sign that this is not the guy that we should have drafted. I'm not necessarily looking at it like that. I've said before, if you're betting on this team to give up on the potential of Patrick Williams or trade him yet, you're going to be sorely dis, uh, disappointed because Patrick Williams is going to be on this team for a long time. And even if he is moved to the bench row, he's still going to be a big part of what we do. And it's all about who finishes games and what that's going to be like. Javante, as I've said before, while he does have tons of size disadvantage, he's going to either be the backup power forward or the starting power forward. So we're going to have that size disadvantage regardless. It's just who you have him out there with, the starters. Or he's going to be out there with Andre Drummond and the backup players and some with the starters even in that case. But I'm looking at it like this is that hopefully Patrick Williams has done enough to show and earn that role in practice. If he is not, Javante's done enough to show and earn it last season, this preseason, and I'm sure in practice as well. It can only, like, the competition, right? The, the, the fact of it not being any one player's role or position just outright, I think it's going to bode well for this team and for the, the competition with that. Not going to be any type of toxic thing, but it is going to be that players just need to step up and and give their game, give their best foot forward. And uh, as we go into the season, like I still think that that starting position at the power forward may be something that fluctuates when we have um, matchups that Billy Donovan likes with Javante out there. Javante is going to be the starter. I think still think we need some more size, things like that. And Patrick Williams is playing well. It may be Patrick Williams. Whoever is the starter opening, opening night, I don't think is necessarily going to be the night in and night out starter quite yet. It could develop into that, but we'll see. I could be completely off bases and we could have our, our starting power forward name to, uh, tomorrow for, for Wednesday's game. And it just is what it is at that point. So we'll see what that's going to be. I just found it interesting that, you know, Billy Donovan is still going through that, trying to decide who's going to eventually be that starting power forward uh, to start the season for the Chicago Bulls. But that brings me to topic number three. This is going to be a really difficult start of the NBA season for the Chicago Bulls, period. This is going to be the, this first two weeks of the season and how important it is to set in the tone may very well be the most important two week stretch of the Chicago Bulls season unless they're, they're like fighting for a playing spot in the last part of the season. We open up the season, as we all know, against the Miami Heat. We then go home against a Cleveland Cavaliers team, right? And then we have a back-to-back on, on that as well. Like So we have the, the Miami Heat. Uh, we then have the Cleveland Cavaliers 
uh, that following uh, Wednesday, uh, 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 we have it Saturday with them. Um, and then we have a game Friday as well. We have our first back-to-back three games into the season and our third game in four nights. And then after that, we have the Celtics on the 24th, the 76ers on the 29th, the Brooklyn Nets on, on, the, on the 1st, and we have other games within that as well. The first two weeks for the Chicago Bulls team is going to be telling because guess what? They're all against teams just about that are projected to be playoff teams. And the Bulls, who had a terrible record against playoff teams last season, needs to come out and fare better in those type of games coming into this season. Period. We got to fare better on it. If we do not, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad for the Chicago Bulls. If we're looking to turn that tide, if we're looking to turn the national conversation, hell, even forget the national conversation, if we just want to prove it to ourselves, what this and how good this team is going to be, it's going to be told into the fir- in the first two weeks of the season. Period. We're getting a lot of our answers there. The Bulls, who... Uh, last last year, what they were like two and twenty one against the top four teams in each conference. That's not good. That's not good at all. That is terrible. We don't want to experience that again. We can't experience that again. On top of that, if this Bulls team wants to be legit, if this Bulls team wants to show improvement, if the, if this Bulls team wants to show that the bet on continuity was worth it, we have to start off the season much better against the top teams in the East than what we played last season. We had the the six worth worst net rating in NBA games against top 10 teams period the only teams that that we were that we had better records against top 10 a better net rating against top 10 teams was the Rockets Thunder Trailblazers Kings and Pistons which we all know that we want to be considered in better conversation those teams we had an offensive rating of 109.4 that was 17th amongst top 10 teams we had a defensive rating of 121 that was 29th against top teams last season now we were 25 and 16 in clutch games in the NBA. That's that's games that are uh, within five point margin with five minutes or less to play. But we were one and eight in clutch games against the top four teams in each conference, and we were 24 and eight against everyone else in clutch games. The Bulls performed last year. They showed some things, but it was all against not the best teams in the NBA. We need to show improvement in those areas. And these first two weeks of the season, going into the eve of opening night of what today is, that's the eve of opening night, the Bulls have to come out and be locked in in these next two weeks. They have to be locked in in these first games of the schedule to show what we have, right? That I said it. I've been saying it all offseason. This Bulls team is going to be tested early and often. When you look at it, Miami, Washington, Cleveland, Boston, Indiana, San Antonio, Philly, Brooklyn, Charlotte, Boston, Toronto, and Toronto. That's our first three weeks of the season. So even outside the first two weeks, the first three weeks of the season, add into after the two Toronto games, New Orleans, Denver, New Orleans again, who New Orleans is shaping up to be a damn good team this season. The Bulls have to show up early. And how they perform early in this season, it's going to do a good or go a long way in cleansing the palate of the skies falling Bulls fans, to cleansing the palate of the fans that are upset that the Bulls didn't do more in free agency. This first two to three weeks, as I just listed out, is going to be very telling for the shape of this season for the Chicago Bulls. It period. That's just what it is. So as we get as we get ready for the season, as we head towards the beginning of the season and opening night tomorrow, let's keep our prayers to the Chicago Bulls. Let's hope that this team shows the grit, the determination, the improvement on offense, the refocus on defense. Vooch is legit. Zach Levine comes in fully healthy. Who all Zach Levine has been talking about is. He feels great for the first time in so long. We need to see this team step up and give those type of performances against these teams that they're going to be facing 
because it doesn't get any easier. Hopefully the Bulls are up to the test. I think the Bulls are going to wow some people at the start of the season. I think people like Joker in the comments, uh, one of the, the longtime people here um, since we started this platform, he's down on the Bulls. As a lot of Bulls, he's, and he's not in, like, he may not be in the majority, but he's not out on the island by himself either. There are a lot of people who are doubting what the Chicago Bulls team can do. How good can they really be? They're going to have every opportunity to show it early in the season that they belong with the better teams, that they belong with the teams that made more moves that people are now putting above the Chicago Bulls. They have to put in that work early in the season. We don't have time for the slow starts. We don't have time for the down third quarters of last season. We don't have time for players to still be figuring it out. They need to be earning those roles. They need to be earning. They need to be showing what their value is. The heart, the determination, the grit of this team, the grit of, of DeMar DeRozan, the grit of Dalen Terry, the grit of Javante Green, all of that needs to rub off. Alice Crusoe needs to rub off on everybody. We need to see everybody come in and, and locked in and this team to understand that, that or to show that they understand the importance of every single one of these early games to set the tone for the season. We talked about this Bulls team and how they want to build an identity. What is the identity of this Bulls team going to be? They, got, they have every opportunity in the first 15 games of the season to lay out their identity for the world. Is this Bulls team going to do it? Is this going to be the season where we can get out the first round? Is this going to be a season where we prove so many people wrong? It can't just feel good at the beginning like it did last season and end shitty. I want to be clear on that. But unlike last season, this Bulls team is starting off with a lot of the key competition and against some of the teams that gave them fits last season. The Bulls have to show up better, period. Let me know how you think the Bulls are going to start this team. Do you agree with me that these first two to three weeks of the NBA season is going to be drastically important for how the how this season shapes up for the Chicago Bulls? Let me know everything down below. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and a voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace, this has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break Media.